Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The House of Cards has come tumbling down for the... Biden crime family. Also, Joe Biden gives new definition to a walk-off home run. <laughs> and Pat, water or being LGBTQ? All of it means one thing and one thing only. This is a WTF Wednesday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, and this is Critical Thinking. <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot to get into. Breaking news as we record this program, literally 30 seconds before we got on air, we get the news. Hunter Biden, the special prosecutor, David Weiss, right, or Weiss, or however you want to pronounce it, um, Mm -hmm. depends on if you're of German or Austrian or Germanic ancestry or not. (laughs) Um, But... The special prosecutor has announced that they do intend to indict. That's right, intend to indict Hunter Biden. They have until September 29th based off of the grand jury um, date, uh, according to the information that the special prosecutor has put out in front of the American people. But he has announced that they do intend to indict Hunter Biden by September 29th. Because if they don't, they lose the ability to use the grand jury, right? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the statute of limitations will then just kind of expire, and away we go. He gets away scot-free. Now, I do have one question for you, Pat. I am very cynical when it comes to anything that comes to the Biden crime family and any sort of punishment. And we're going to talk about this in our Worldview Wednesday. Um, But I am so super skeptical and cynical right now. Do you actually believe that this indictment means actual prosecution, actual jail time, actual justice here? I'm just going to put it to you this way. And it's the same thing that I say about the GOP. I will believe it when I see it. 
Thank you, because that's exactly what I thought. Well, sure, he could indict him, right? Indict, indictment really doesn't mean much of anything until he's prosecuted. And here's why you, this matters to me, because there was already an indictment on, on the books, right? He had already yeah. been charged with crimes. How do we know it? He was appearing in front of what? A judge with a what? Plea agreement. Now, the judge got hip to what the hell the government was attempting to do in a unprecedented way, right? Literally, you cannot um, prosecute me for crimes past or present or future. Full blanket immunity from any crime ever. That's the basic read of what they were attempting to do. And they were not attempting to do it out in the open, by the way, right? They were attempting to do it in a deferred agreement, which the only way that this judge knew that that existed is because she actually requested that deferred agreement, right? And she actually was looking into what the hell was going on as to why this was such a weird request for a plea agreement, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So the curiosity got the cat and the DOJ and Joe Biden's or Hunter Biden's team, the Biden crime family team were about to get away with it scot-free. Now, we also know that what else is coming down the pipeline? And this is why I think this is more of a political calculation than anything else. What do we also know is likely coming down the pipeline here, Pat? Impeachment. In regards to the- I was going to say, in regards to Biden, yeah, impeachment. That's coming. And what would happen to this evidence, right? What would happen to Hunter Biden testifying, right? He's under federal criminal prosecution. He ain't speaking, right? He does not have, he's just going to either plead the fifth or, or ignore the subpoena because he is under federal indictment at that point in time. So you have to remember there are multiple layers to this. On the one hand, yes, they would lose the ability to charge. That's a problem, right? On the second hand, um, they were ready to prosecute the first time. On the third hand, there's politics involved. And if they don't do this, right, if they don't do this, it's a game of chicken, basically, politically. Can the GOP start that impeachment inquiry fast enough to start getting the the information, right? It's 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 funny that you even asked that question because I think we already know the answer to that question. Right. And it's a rhetorical question right. at this point in time for me. But I also think if they were really interested in just letting this go, they would let it go. On the other hand, again, political calculation being what it is and lawfare being what it is, what does this do? This stalls because what happens after indictment? A long wait for trial and discovery and fight with the Congress over what is and isn't admissible into their impeachment inquiry. Now, on the other hand, on the flip side of all of this, 
the impeachment inquiry gives much more depth, much more weight, much more binding of subpoena power, right? This is a highly legal, their, their reach goes way broader in an impeachment inquiry. Now, what we do also know from uh, James Comer and the um, House Oversight uh, Committee is that they've done almost, they've crossed almost every T and dotted almost every I that they possibly can. And why would they do that? Because they want to do it before it gets to this point, because they want this impeachment inquiry to happen fast, transparently, but fast. What, what would change, right? What, what about the information? Well, they have much broader subpoena power and much more ability to compel testimony, whether that happens behind closed doors or not. So it's a game of political chicken here. This is really what this is about. Do not get this twisted as some sort of reach for actual justice. This is about playing the game of waiting out the 2024 election. Because what are they going to do? They're going to give us a six-month discovery time frame, right? Then there's going to be a bunch of procedural or procedural um, motions being made. The trial will get moved back. They'll argue that it shouldn't happen before the 2024 election because it has implications, right? And we should let the American people think for themselves except for wouldn't having the trial prior to this also help with making decisions about the Biden crime family and whether you want them near the White House ever again or not, right? But that's right. that's what the defense is going to argue. This is all about the game of chicken, which dovetails into very nicely for me, Pat, um, the topic for Worldview Wednesday, which is just this. Do we need to let Republicans lose? And this has many facets to it. But before I get there, Pat, I want you to just comment on what I suggested and laid out here when it comes to literally the most breaking news we have ever had on this program. I mean, we can't get any closer to breaking news than literally I looked at my phone 30 seconds before we went on air and poop, there comes the, uh, the notification of this story. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go back to what I initially said. I'll believe it when I see it. I I mean, when it comes to this kind of stuff, and particularly with the left, they seem to be very uh, squirrely when it comes to getting out of these kinds of situations, which is frustrating. Um, I understand what James Comer has done. I still have no faith in the GOP and to be able to get this right and to do this right and to actually, in my mind, bring home some justice at the end of the day, mm-hmm. even though we, we've already established it's not even about that. It's political chicken, which I understand that too. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really foresee much happening. I think, I think we'll get more news on this. I think we'll get more headlines on this. I think it'll be all one big giant smoke show. All for the political benefit of the the Joe Biden administration for the time. And the being. Biden crime family. Exactly. Right. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is this is all this is, and yep. it's it's a smokescreen. And I, I until yeah. something actually happens, until you can actually give me something concrete in this case, I don't believe the crap that the that this story is printed on. Even if it is from the Daily Wire, by the way, as much as I like the Daily Wire, well, it's not even they're just they're just, story. They're all they're, they're doing is reporting story. on the on the right. That's what the they're news. doing. It, well, what I'm saying is, it's not worth it's not worth the print, you know, in, in, until until something happens. Yeah, that's I, all. This I is. get I get where you're coming from. You got to report on the news. This is not just. Oh, a... no, 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 that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just saying. The story doesn't mean much until something happens. Right, because there are a number of scenarios that can play out here, right? Because mm-hmm. what what do we what do I think is the most likely outcome? I think number one, they stall as long as humanly possible. Sure. Discovery, 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 blah, blah, blah. Now, sure. if this goes in front of the same judge as it was before, right? If this is where this goes, she's not gonna play that game. Because all the discovery of that case is probably gonna be the same as this case. They've had all the time in the world to get all the what what new discovery shall you be bringing is my question, right? Now, all of that to say this, one of two things will happen. They stall as long as humanly possible or they give it just long enough to come up with some new cockamamie BS um plea agreement and Hunter Biden is immune from having to speak to Congress, is immune from from further testimony in related matters, if you will. Somehow, some way, this is where this is probably going to go. I think it ends up, they stall, they stall, they stall, and then a plea agreement happens right before the election, and voila. And what, are the, what are the chances that it goes back to that same judge? I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I don't uh, because Because, again, these are federal charges. These are not... So it's in the, it's in the federal court in Delaware, right? So I don't know what happens or where the jurisdiction is. I, frankly, I don't know if it's all that important. Other than as long as it's not in front of this judge, all 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 bets are off as to how long, how political all of this really gets. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I we don't know those details, so I'm not gonna. My point in the matter is is this. We are we are going to watch lawfare play out against Donald Trump on one side, and the wheels of justice turn quickly, promptly, swiftly, or not on one side or the other. I just let's put it this way, Pat. As we get into the worldview side of this this story, okay. I began to think about this last night. In fact, you know this. I I had to I don't do this very often if we're going to pull the curtain back, right? How often do I write down in our discussion any sort of long-form note? Almost never. And I say almost because last night was the first time I think you've done that in a very very long time. And there were two reasons for that, right? Number 1, I had to get my thoughts somewhere and, and get them together. And then number two, I wanted you to actually be prepared for where I was going. Sure. I appreciate it. And as I gave those notes to you, this was pre this news, right? 
all this news does is actually pile on to this very question. Now, I had said the question before, so I'm going to repeat it. Do we need to just let Republicans lose? And I thought about this from this perspective. What is the argument that is being made by Trump supporters, Trump acolytes, Trump donors, uh, Team GOP, Rona McDaniel, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, everybody within an earshot of trying to get to be the president of the United States of America, it's something like this. We can't let Dems win because they've become very radical and they're going to want to end the way that we live, right? They want to end the conservative way of life, the way of thinking about the world, right? The worldview that conservatives or even libertarians, by the way, who just want to live and let live as long as you don't bother me and, and vice versa, right? Can I, can I live side by side with somebody who's LGBTQ? Oh, of course I can. Do it every day. But what I can't abide is when you shove an ideological viewpoint down my throat without me being receptive to it, right? Without me asking about it, right? This is, this is why Jehovah's Witnesses for me are so terrible, they literally just go to somebody's door, whether they are open to that conversation or not. And it's different within the Mormon faith, right? When missions are happening and things of that nature, there's a difference between mission, right? There's a difference between mission and evangelization and evangelization is mission in some respects, but it's different, right? I mean, they do knock doors. Oh, absolutely. They do, but they Hmm. do it with a different perspective and it's much more of a let's have a conversation right yeah we'd like to share like if they're doing it right and this is how they did it with me when i was growing up if they're doing it right it's we want to share with you you know our perspective our you know our faith and and see what you think about it and right it's it's about having a a conversation Mm -hmm. it's a two-way street right that's evangel evangelization that's what that is talking mm-hmm. about faith and their faith and the word of God and, and the word of Jesus Christ and the teachings, right, of of uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints for you, mm-hmm. Church of Catholicism for me, the Catholic Church, right? But for all of those individuals, right, it's we can't let the Dems win because they have become so radical and literally want to end our way of life. It, can we at least stipulate that that is a refrain from all of the people that are kind of in the higher echelons, the higher apparatus of Team GOP heading into the 2024 election. I Yeah, I would say that that's okay. true. That's um, a basic I, statement. I, right, but I, I would also have one question in addition to that. Are they wrong? No. But hear me out on this. What is the argument that we have laid out? We laid it out yesterday. We've laid it out multiple times this summer. Something like this. We can't afford to let Republicans win because they don't understand what time it is. So on the one hand, the argument is we can't let the Democrats win because they want to literally end our way of life. The American ideal, the American idea, right? They may couch 
socialism and, and whatever in some form of democracy that they want to give us. But when we look at abolish the electoral college, abolish this and do this and do that, it's about a reformation of our society here in America, not based on American ideals and American ideas, but based on international ideas and ideas and ideas and direct democracy versus representative democracy and how we get maybe to a representative democracy vis-a-vis completely direct democracy instead of the, the, the mechanisms that exist today. Now, so that's one side, right? We cannot, they want to end our way of life. But on the other hand, Republicans don't know what time it really is. They have no clue how to fight. And I want you to think about this. Out in radio land or podcast land, if you're listening via podcast, make sure you are subscribed, that you download, rate, review when you get an opportunity to do so. If you are watching us, I want you to think about this, okay? Kevin McCarthy. We watched him tell the world in January to gain power, right? After 12, 13 votes, was it? Right? That he was going to stipulate to what? Single item bills. No omnibuses. No this or that. He was going to fight on the debt ceiling, right? We're going to get a budget. We're going to do the debt ceiling. We're going to do things the the right in orderly way. Uh, we're going to restore proper order, if you will, to how the House of Representatives operates. All right? He told us he would be releasing the January 6th um, tapes in their entirety to the American people. Everybody could be able to see them and draw their own conclusions. Right? Obviously within the bounds of, hey, if this is a, like we might have to blur out the moment where, you know, Ashley Babbitt is murdered or or whatever have you, like some of the really graphic imagery, right? Okay, I could stipulate to that probably being not, like being blurred out, right? But every word that Kevin McCarthy, and this is exactly what we said back in January while this fight was going on, he would go back on everything. And these cowards would have no cojones to hold his feet to the fire, to literally tell him, F you, I'm bringing you up. Because what did they get, right? The big stick that they got was the ability for a single person to bring up on the floor a vote, basically a vote of no confidence, right? In the Speaker of the House. Okay, so I want you to think about this. Kevin McCarthy, he hasn't released the January 6th footage, right? He has not. No. He already caved on the debt ceiling, right? And will cave on it again. This time, it's supposed to be on the budget, though, right? We're we're supposed Mm. to be putting an actual budget, the, the proper working order, instead of omnibus, omnibus, omnibus. We're supposed to be putting an actual budget together. He'll cave on that, too. What other piece of information has kind of slipped under the radar this week, Pat, that involves that entire concept? 
we were told that what allowing us the unlimited debt ceiling until January of 2025 would allow us to do what actually get an agreement, actually begin to reduce deficits and bring the budget under control. Why? Because we're not having these political fights in the middle of election season, right? We're not going to ebb and flow and do all this other crap. We're going to put the budget together and it will be able to be passed because it's not election season. Well, it is election season, but if you pass the budget during election season, if you're, if you're a Republican and you've just done what? Gotten one of your major checkboxes checked off. But do you even have a clue as to what piece of information came out this week? slipped under the radar in regards to our budget. Does that have something to do with the DOJ? No, no. no. Okay, well, no. because that's, um, that's not there. So. Yeah, yeah. um, What if I told you that Joe Biden, Bidenomics, the Republican Party, we, we've been told this year that we are projected for a $1 trillion budget deficit, right? which is yeah. half of what it was last year, right? Mm-hmm. We're slashing it by 50%. We're working on our budget deficit, Pat. Let me guess. It's an increase from that deficit. You would be correct. It's actually yeah. $2 trillion. It's actually twice oh. the size. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen Imagine Kevin that. McCarthy front and center? Have you seen him literally demanding and talking about this in front of every camera in every interview in every situation that he humanly possibly can, because I don't know about you when I'm looking at this fight, right. Mm-hmm. And we get this information from the CBO and we get this information that, Oh, by the way, <laughs> our projections were way off. We're actually going to be twice the amount of, of, uh, of money behind than we thought we were going to be. Uh-huh. It's kind of a leverage tool when it comes to fighting the budget, right? You would think so. Has Kevin McCarthy done anything? No. Okay. We've also talked about how unserious our political leadership class, if you want to call it that, has become. Right? We did that yesterday on this show. By the way, if you have not listened to yesterday's show, I highly recommend you do. But with that being said, Ditch McConnell... He's well on the Fetterman train at this point in time. Slipping in and out of lucidity and and understanding where he is, what he's doing, when he's doing it, what he's talking about to uh, just literally nothing. That was it, a great Mitch McConnell impression you just did there, too. Oh, there's a better one that I'm saving for Friday, by the way, that she <laughs> sent me. Um, Okay, so that's happening. Meanwhile, in 2020, the now still leading candidate for the president of the United States from Team GOP, meaning Donald John Trump, right? Fully on board with both Kevin McCarthy and Ditch McConnell, right? Hmm. In fact, endorsed Mitch McConnell in the opportunity that they would have had, the window of opportunity to get rid of his ass would have been 2020. Why? Win or lose, you have that opportunity, whether you now are in the majority and now it's a great time to start fresh, right? Now's a great time. Hey, 
we're gonna we're gonna let you sunset on the way out, right? Or you lost and your ass is gone. Do we get what time it is? Mitch McConnell, ditch, cocaine Mitch, whatever, whatever nickname you want to use with him, is still in power. And we're gonna show you an in W in fact, you know what? I'm not even going to WTF this, Pat, because I want to talk about this up front. We get this after McConnell's freezing episodes. Romney says that during quote the other 86,380 seconds in the day, McConnell does a pretty darn good job. And this is the headline from the blaze quote. We may expect that Mitch McConnell will check out for 20 seconds a day, but the other 86,380 seconds in the day, he does a pretty darn good job. Romney said, according to ABC news, I'm firmly behind it behind his remaining as our leader thoughts. Um, you know, uh, you ever heard the saying, uh, what is it? Uh, old farts fart together. Yeah. 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 That, I, that's basically what that is. So, Again, the question that I'm bringing up here on this worldview side of things is, on the one hand, we have a party that is literally, at this point in time, dedicated to destroying an American ideal, if you will, right? Destroying the way of life that we have known for you know, well over 250 years in this country, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Mitch McConnell is John Fetterman. Mitch McConnell's in the same boat, some way, shape, or form, as the President of the United States. But I want you to think of this, Pat. Because it's not just Mitch McConnell, and it's not just his cozy relationship with Mitt Romney. Check this out. He has my full support and the support of the conference, Senator John Thune of South Dakota said, according to ABC News. He sounds good to me, so I'm all good with Mitch. Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. I feel that he is fully prepared and able to conduct his duties. Senator Susan Collins of Maine to ABC News. And then this from the attending physician to Congress, Brian Monahan, on September 5th yesterday, Pat. Quote, my examination of you following your August 30th, 2023 brief episode included several medical evaluations, brain MRI imaging, EEG study, and consultations with several neurologists for a comprehensive neurology assessment. There is no evidence that you have a seizure disorder or that you experienced a stroke, TIA, or movement disorder such as Parkinson's disease. There are no changes recommended in treatment protocols as you continue recovery from your March 2023 fall. Monaghan had indicated last week after the incident that McConnell was medically clear to maintain his planned schedule. Occasional lightheadedness. That's where they're going with this, Pat. Occasional lightheadedness headedness trying to put lipstick on a pig 
Um, that's that's literally all that was. And, and here's the thing: the doctor might be telling the truth there on what he's saying, but there's plenty of things he's not telling us, as what I'm guessing. Right, and he's trying to say that occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon, and concussion recovery can also be expected as a result of dehydration. I'm expected mm. to believe that dehydration is what's going on here. I don't buy that for a minute. No, and neither does Rand Paul, by the way, senator of Kentucky, the other senator from Kentucky. I think it's an inadequate explanation to say this is dehydration. The one thing that is very clear is that when someone has a seizure, doesn't always show up on an EEG. That's right. He is right. My personal interaction with him has been fine, and I think he's been up to the task. And so this isn't a criticism of him or anything. It's a criticism of the way it's being handled publicly. By the way, uh, just a reminder for everybody, what is what is Rand Paul's profession again outside of being a senator? Was he he was an eye doctor, right? Yes, but he what well, my but point is that he is a doctor. Yes. He is a medical doctor. He's an optometrist, not just an eye but he's doctor. a medical doctor. Right. right. He is a practicing ophthalmologist, not just a Yeah, opto- yeah ophthalmologist, you're right. Not right. just your eye doctor that you go to the local Pearl Vision mm-hmm. or whatever to go see. No, he's like an actual ophthalmologist. So, yeah. Basically, you know what? Smart enough to know his crap. And, and perform surgery. Correct. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I go back to my statement. I really do, Pat. Do we need to let Republicans lose? You like, know, when you... I when mean, you, uh, like, just... Flat out lose? Take our ball, go home, don't participate... You get your ass handed to you. Bye-bye. What other solution do we have? Because uh, here's the thing, okay? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a very simple question. Mm-hmm. In 2016, why did Donald Trump get elected? Had nothing to do with hatred of Hillary Clinton herself. For some people, it might have been a factor. It had everything to do with what? A wave a want of a sea change, change in Washington, D.C. Outsiders versus insiders. The swamp versus an outsider. And what did Team GOP say? We wanted the outsider to clean house. 
right? We wanted to see change. Question for you. Pre-Trump to now. I could even say Mitt Romney to now. What has changed? For anything, I think I think it's gotten worse. Right? I mean, I think we could certainly make that argument. But when you when you asked me that question last night, I I went back to that uh, line in the Declaration of Independence. Because here's here's the thing. I I I on on one hand I agree we can't let the Democrats win, it destroys our way of life as as a country, right? The things that we were founded upon. We can't, can't do that. At the same time, what is the GOP doing to, to stop fight. that? Right. Fight. What is the GOP I, actually doing? In fact, most of the time they're actually either olaying, right? They're they got the red and they're allowing the bull to just just gore them and thus us, or they are literally teaming up with the enemy, if you will. Uh, yeah, so I went to, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing inevitably the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute depotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw such government and such, uh, and to provide new guards for their future security. Honestly, we should be done with all of them. Not even, not even just the GOP. The Dem- I mean, like, like we, it's almost like we need a new form of government all over again. Um, yeah, because I go back to this, Pat. Right, the game. It's still the same as it was pre-Trump. Right. Trump right. was what? I, I am going to be the outsider that cleans up Washington. The swamp will drain. Hillary, lock her up. Blah 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 blah. A month later, I was just kidding that about that. Lock it up, right? None of that happened. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's 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 they've done nothing. The GOP has done nothing, and the Democrats keep advancing their agenda somehow. Okay. And, and frankly, it's either because, as you said, they're either really in lockstep with them and saying something, they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth on that, or they are just too cowardly to do a damn thing about it. I mean. We're, we're so, watching the, the the same people who say to us that Joe Biden, right? He's got to he's got to go because he has cognitively declined backing Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you talking about? There's no way in hell the 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 second in command or the third in command because it's the president, then the majority leader, then the minority leader in the Senate. But the third in command should have moments once a week, once a day, whatever, where he literally just goes blank. And we only see it when they allow us to see it. How many times mm-hmm. are, are Mitt Romney and Rand Paul and, and all these other people interacting with him and seeing it and not telling us about it, right? Okay. Probably not so, nearly enough. We're supposed to root on, open the pocketbook, spend our credit card to the limits, right? In support of the people who talk out of one side of their mouth and then do the exact opposite when they have the opportunity to do it for themselves. They can't even practice what they preach within their own party, okay? This is where we are. Not a damn thing has literally changed. Now, 
I will say this, the Abraham Accords and what took place in Mideast peace is some of the greatest foreign policy victories I have seen in my lifetime. The only other one would be the fall of the Berlin Wall and and watching the USSR crumble. That's it. And by the way, that happened when I was really young. That, that was probably before your time, Pat, on this planet. What year planet. was that? Would have been 89, 90, somewhere in there. No, I, I was born. 88, 89, somewhere in there. Yes, yeah, so I was born at the very end of 88. Let me let me, uh, let me just double check on that for you. I mean, I would I mean I would have been young enough I would remember it. Yeah, November 9th, nineteen eighty nine. You know how I remember this? Because it happened the day before my birthday. That's how I remember this. No, <laughs> seriously, like because I was oh, no, at this I, no, age. I, agree. I was at this mm-hmm. age. I was at, like eight years old. I was the dorkiest eight year old probably ever. I what what I do? I would get up early in the morning and watch the world news. Because I was fascinated by the world, but that's let me get back to the point. Here. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Hey, let me get back to the point. The point is this: the rhetoric, the clean the swamp, drain the swamp, this, that, or anything else. Has it? Did any of it actually happen? Did the outsider it, win, or did the swamp win? The swamp won, and it's getting swampier by the moment right now. So and. and- and they they continue with 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 just words and no action. It's all words. It's all words, political platitudes, and talking points. That's all it is. Right. Because Trump was the outsider, and he's going to change the game. Right. Mm-hmm. We still see this, by the way, in the MAGA Forever refrains. If you talk to somebody who will only look at at um, at Donald John Trump as as the option and nobody else, what is the first thing they say? You got to give him more time to drain the swamp. Well, what? He's the what? outsider. He should have been able to have boom, 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 boom. See you later. Peace out. Adios, amigo. But he didn't. Because why? Literally everything that he legislatively did, think about this, Pat. Literally everything, even from a legislative standpoint, was turned on its head within five seconds of Joe Biden becoming president. Why? Because it was all able to... He was trying to do it via executive order, first of all. And what can you do with an executive order? It turns out the next person can just say, yeah, I'm executive ordering all of those things stricken from the record. And then when he actually passed legislation, they sunsetted it to get it through. Or, or hear me out on this, when they weren't in power um, and he loses the election, we're, we're going to... We're going to pass the opposite legislation to get through here. And everything that he did was undone. There is literally almost nothing that he accomplished legislatively that exists either from an executive order standpoint or from an actual piece of legislation standpoint. He did nothing. I repeat, nothing permanent. Nothing that changed the sea. Nothing that changed the game. Whatever rhetoric you want to use. It never happened it was all about his persona and not the results the results suggest it was an absolute failure to change back to liberty to change towards a society focused on american ideals and ideas and putting them in practice every day he failed 
That didn't happen. There was no sea change. At least the sea change he would have liked. The only sea change I have seen has been what? More towards government control, authoritarian government. You know, the COVID restrictions didn't exactly get better under Joe Biden. They got worse. We can go on and on and on. So, at the end of all of this, right, when we know that the refrain of the Republican Party, change, 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 you're, you're electing people who don't want change. You're putting people in power, right? Mitch McConnell's about change? Are you shitting me? Kevin McCarthy? Let me see the fruits of your labor, folks. The fruits of your labor suggest you don't understand what time it is and you are in large Portions totally totes cool, as the kids would like to say, with literally stabbing us in the back. And then, hey, open your pocketbook. It's like what I see sometimes here in Chicago where I see people just kind of living their own life, doing their own thing. Maybe they're on a break from work or something downtown, and these, these kids get up right in their face and start harassing them and then accuse them of racism or whatever. Uh, we just saw it the other day. I don't have the video, but I saw it the other day. Literally, this girl is sitting on a in a park on one of the uh, what are the retaining walls, right? And she's eating probably Chipotle because that's what it looks like. And these two black girls, teenage black girls, come up to her. She is so scared and intimidated by them that she's literally about to feed them rice into their hands. And then what do they do? They they flip the the food over and beat the crap out of her. That's the society that we're living in right now. If there's ever a time for a sea change, if there's ever a time for we get what time it is and this bleep stops now, where we have a president who says to Brandon Johnson, the feckless BS mayor that exists in this city, "Uh uh-uh, Federal decree, get your ass in gear. Or more importantly, hey, J.B. Pritzker, it's time to get your ass on the phone, your wide ass on the phone, and call up the National Damn Guard. Because this ain't going down anymore. And I'm going to haul your ass in front of me every single time I can until I'm going to browbeat the living crap out of you. I'm going to put the spotlight on you. I'm going to highlight this every single week until you take it as seriously as you should. Nine people, nine more people killed this weekend. 39 shot and wounded. Countless others just grazed and never went to the hospital. The point of this is this. Folks, when you see this happening, what the hell is... Your, your option is somebody who wants to destroy your way of life and then the people who won't do anything to change it. You've only got two options. This isn't a parliamentary system that is way easier to have a third way come on board like that, right? We don't have 20, 30, 40 years that it takes when we know our own history, right? The Republican Party didn't just come onto the, the scene. It took 10, 15, 20 years of building and and pulling away from the wigs and, and all of that, right? And then people just stopped voting for the Whig Party. 
because it was doing what? Unrepresentative of the time in which they were living anymore. The GOP is not just full of dinosaurs. It is the dinosaur. It doesn't understand the fight. It doesn't understand the time. It doesn't understand anything at this point in time other than we want to win. Win for what? Win to do what? You have accomplished exactly what in my entire adult life. So what the hell should we do, Pat? This is a real question. Do we just let the GOP fail? Stop supporting them? Make them suffer the way that we in America are suffering? Rich men north of Richmond style? Starve them of the massive amounts of money going into their campaign war chests? Or we as a people, are we the ones who have to change the system? Are we the ones... They have to say, this isn't acceptable from leadership. This is unacceptable from the quote-unquote grand old party. And you you be gone, you be gone, you be gone, and guess what? Bootstraps up, and we're going forward. I mean, I, I, I tend to lean towards the latter. But I also question, because the social contract in our culture is broken, how do you tear it down and build up something new? You because we can't share a country bottom. with the people that are contrary to those principles and values that we hold most dear. Yeah, I mean, you, all you have to do is look at the Old Testament of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. God gives you the blueprint for how you how this works. They do evil in the sight of the Lord, and then more evil, and then more evil, and then more evil. And then somebody with great power, with great character, comes aboard, comes into position of power, right? What makes them different? They get the time. They get whom you are serving. They get whom we should be worshiping. And the ashrams, the altars, the false idols, all of it goes away. All of it gets crushed and crushed and steadily crushed until the people are turning to God, until the people have turned back to serving God in the Bible. It's time for politicians to get back to serving us and God, in my viewpoint, but serving us. This is a transactional relationship, and we are supposed to be the ones holding the transaction. Not them, us. And so for me, I can't, I can't sit here and say, well, we have to be the ones that change because I don't know that we have that kind of time. The time to have had this apparatus set up 10, 15 years ago to begin that process. Well, I think we have to suffer. We have to mm-hmm. suffer. We have to suffer. And maybe the next generation is the generation, just like in the Bible, just like in the Old Testament, in which they get what time it is, they get whom they're serving, and they get they get the opportunity to turn the ship around. But until then, you reap what you sow in the Team GOP. And hey, by the way, 
I'm going to prepare myself the best way I know how to protect myself, my family, and I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to take the loss of the social compact seriously, and I'm going to find ways as long as I possibly can to earn as much money, to prepare as much as I possibly can, to make sure that I have systems in place, which we're going to talk about systems in place in, in, in a little bit. But I want you to understand this. This is a key, key part, key part of the puzzle. It's either we prepare to suffer or we prepare to change ourselves. And I don't know if we have time to change ourselves or if we're willing to do it fast enough. And that's where I was about to go with it is like, it's not even so much about we have to change ourselves. It's about how many of us are actually willing to do that. I don't think there's nearly enough. We have no introspection on this society. None. We have none. We have no clue. Every it's, it's a society that has been built off of it's everybody else's problem instead of looking at you. And when we look at reviving liberty in the steps, the first things that we talk about are what? Getting right with God and knowing your principles. Why? Again, I go back to that. Why? We, we do that because it turns out when you have a personal relationship with God and when you get right that way, you change yourself. And you might not even notice it. And then when you understand what your principles are, you are prepared to be that rock for your family, for your friends, and come what may. If I need to toss 50% of the people I've, I've been in contact with out the window, so be it. I'll take the other 50%, and we're going to rock with our values, our principles, and we're going to form fellowships. We're going to do all of that stuff, right? This is really going to be difficult one way or the other, either we're going to be punished or we make the changes. And again, I don't know that we got that kind kind of time, nor that kind of introspection. So time for the team GOP for me to suffer. It's time for them to feel what it's like to be us for once. But with that being said, Pat, I think now would be a great time for us to uh, head into WTF Wednesday because boy, oh boy, did we go long there. <laughs> The soothing sounds of WTF Wednesday. Um, speaking of WTF Wednesday and speaking of the reviving liberty steps, one of them is what? Doing business with those that won't insult you. Right. Have you caught the uh, Liberty Safe story here, Pat? Uh, I haven't. You know Liberty Safe, right? The, I the do. Best safe on the market, um, totally impenetrable. Only you, you, and you get into this safe, right? Uh, supposedly, yes. I, I don't have um, any experience with that, but I supposedly that's what the, that's what their claim to fame is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I present to you this. <clears throat> this is a statement from Liberty Safe. On August 30th, 2023, Liberty Safe was contacted by the FBI requesting the access code to the safe of an individual for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Our company protocol is to provide access codes to law enforcement if a warrant grants them access to a property. 
After receiving the request, we received proof of the valid warrant, and only then did we provide them with an access code. Liberty Safe had no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at the time. Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers and has repeatedly denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past. We do not give out combinations without prior, proper legal documentation being provided by authorities. We regularly update our policies to ensure both compliance with federal and state law and reasonable consumer pr privacy protections within the law. First and foremost, Liberty Safe is committed to preserving our customers' rights, and we will remain unwavering in those values. Okay. Do you see a problem here, Pat? Why do they have a code in the first place? How the hell do they have the access code? They're right. not so. What? What? Yeah, they're not supposed to have that. So there's a backdoor access code that you, by the way, this is the this is the problem. You, as the owner of that safe, don't know exists. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, also a problem with their, this very specific case, Pat would be what, um, they had no knowledge of the investigation and why the warrant was issued. Um, unless the warrant said we have right to access said safe because ABC is alleged to be violated, right? Uh, usually a search warrant for property also must specify what types of property they are allowed to actually actually physically go into, by the way. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. instance, I'm just going to put this out there because we're talking about, um, I think, the Long Island serial killer story, if anybody's paying attention to that. Um, they had a general search warrant for a property down in South Carolina, but it was general to accessing the property for the specific reason of obtaining one piece of that property and that piece of property was a vehicle on said piece of property. You can't just say, well, they had right to access the pro Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's the general warrant. If that's what you're telling me, if there's a general warrant and they wanted to get into the safe, you're just yeah, sure. What the hell just provide us with the general warrant. No, it better specifically state access to the safe. Because I look, yeah, I have no problem with you safe? complying with with proper and right warrants, right? I have no problem with that. That's the that none, none. I have a problem with you not telling me as a Liberty Safe owner, if I were one, that oh, by the way, I have a backdoor access code, and <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> Saka kind of makes me glad I don't have one now and it kind of makes me like if I'm ever going to get one that's going to be on my list of requirements that they don't have well, yeah I mean look, this is the point of the Liberty Safe right their marketing is that this is impenetrable that it's like you you and only you can really get into it right that's the whole point of why you spend right. the thousands of dollars these things cost <clears throat> except for we have uh, a backdoor way to get in to save because here's the other rub when you call 90% of the time, what are they going to tell you? Go get a locksmith. Oh, you forgot the key. Go get a locksmith and, and pay for it. But wait a second. You've got a backdoor access code. Why can't I have that? What the hell is going yeah, it's on? Messed up. It's just messed up. It's just messed up. 
Also messed up is this headline, Pat, from the New York Post. Uh, NYC is spending $35 million for two migrant hotels as border crisis uh, festers. Well, you know, they're getting a taste of uh, the medicine of which, you know, the border towns in Texas and Arizona and all those places down south uh, deal with on a pretty much daily basis. They're doing it in a very stupid way, but they're at least getting a taste of it. Now, I asked you a question up front. I just... It boggles my mind. I, I uh-huh. It is absolutely hilarious to watch this. This is, what have we been saying for years? Make them own their poop. Yeah. This is literally making them own their poop. Oh, we're a, we're a welcoming uh, sanctuary city. Just don't overflow us with these people. Yeah. I mean, it, it's dare I say, xenophobic? Anti-immigrant? How dare you, you bastards? <laughs> now, we're having the same problem here, by the way. Um, I mean, multiple places where violence, drug dealing, prostitution, just public nuisances, uh, defecation in public, all sorts of crap, literally and figuratively, going on. And taxpayers are paying for hotels to just be converted into migrant centers. And we're footing the bill for this and enriching the owners of said hotel building in the process. What are we getting for that? <clears throat> Speaking of what are we getting for that, Pat? Um, mm-hmm. What are we getting if you, what are you getting if you don't drink any water? Ever. Uh, death. Huh. Death. Death happens. Yeah, but what death. if you're LGBTQ? Isn't that more important than water? You need you need water to actually live. Ah. To actually ah, be alive. You, you silly heterosexual homophobic. Water or LGBTQ? LGBTQ. Why LGBTQ? I'm gay. I'm a guy. For real? Yeah. What about water? You need water to survive, and if you don't have water, you die. Well, I mean, being gay, I mean, I'm living my best life, so... You're living your best life? I don't need water to live. <laughs> I don't need water to live. You no, you water. literally yes, you do. do. You actually <laughs> do need water to live. That is a scientifically proven fact. In fact, most of your body is made up of water. I don't understand the answer to this at all. How, also, how the hell is that person gay and a, that ain't a dude? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's a trans dude. Um, secondly, okay, water or being gay? I'm living my best life. Well, how, how do you how do you get to live your best life if you aren't alive? Living. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I present the craziest crap I have seen from a president in years. <laughs> okay, for those of you who weren't watching, 
Um, you probably needed to, but if you haven't seen this already, I'm sure you've probably seen the clip, but I don't know if you've picked up what Pat and I pick up very clearly from this. Number one, I told you up front, Joe Biden apparently loves walk-off home runs. So the thing that happens like five seconds after he walks off the out of the frame is, let's begin today's benediction, which means what, Pat? That this was literally the start, not the end of the event. By the way, this event was <clears throat> honoring the Medal of Honor recipient. Yeah. He pins the Medal of Honor and exits stage center. And then as we get towards the back where the media is, uh, is all situated, right? One of the photographers who's kind of roaming around the back there, she's looking at Joe Biden like, where are you going, dude? What's going on? She literally tilts her head like she almost yeah. like does a full exorcist, right? She just tilts yeah, her yeah. head, watches him walk out of the room, and the look on her face is of pure astonishment as to what the hell just happened. Nobody in the room expected him walking out at all, very clearly. And then she turns her head, and you can see her just starting to shake her head like, what the F did I just witness? And then you just see the speaker go, and now for today's benediction. What? Yeah. Um, but that was supposed to have happened, right? Corinne Jean-Pierre. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, Corinne, Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, waved off the uh, criticism of all of this, saying that uh, he did what he was supposed to do. H have you ever seen a president do that before? I mean, we, we've seen multiple multi Medal of Honor ceremonies. Has this ever happened before? No, no, yeah. not that I'm aware of. Can't think of it. Mm -mm. I, I just, it's mind-blowingly stupid. It's very clear he has no clue where he is, what he's doing 90% of the time. And it, it, this is why it's dangerous, because there are people around him who want to pull the levers of power all the time. And part of being president is being present enough to know when to shut those bad people out when they need to be shut out. And he's got no clue. And I would suggest uh, Jill Biden, excuse me, Dr. Jill Biden. I would suggest Corinne Jean-Pierre. I would suggest a lot of people that are enabling this um, are the worst human beings outside of those who torture and kill and rape. I, I, I wonder I wonder if Mitt Romney considers him to be... Uh, of sound mind. Well, they're all, all sound mind and body during the uh, utter 86,380 seconds during the day. And with that, folks, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And we'll see you tomorrow. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals. And as always, Matthew 547.